Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Doctors have told me directly tearing the ligament, breaking the bone is better than tearing the ligaments. Yeah, I did. I did it all. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to make the roster on me, bro. <laughs> It's a touchdown. <laughs> They're asking them. They say, how much you want? We want 19. Nope, we'll give you 10. Yeah. Uh, how about 15? Nope, we'll give you nine. <laughs> Every time they come back to the table, it's getting lower and lower. Cut to it. Cut to it. Let's get down to it. Cut to it. Cut to it. Cut to it. Let's get down to it. Welcome back to Cut To It. We got a lot, a lot to talk about mm, today mm, from mm. the latest injuries to all the unscripted drama that's happening around this very dramatic league for such a physical league. A lot of drama that comes with being a football player. We'll get into Joe Burrow's calf injury, the fantasy implications that can have on that entire team, that entire division. Uh, the trouble in Indy is brewing. Jonathan Taylor has requested a trade. Running backs league-wide are just begging to be treated like human beings by the NFL. We'll see if they'll actually do it. Uh, we'll tell you what we think of more. That was a poor ending. But, Steve, how are we doing? I'm, I'm glad I'm not a running back. How about that? <laughs> yeah, it's, okay. it's tough times. It's tough times. Yeah, it is. Where do you want to start? Do you want to start with all these injuries? Or can I? Can we start with me just asking you point blank, why is this the most dangerous time of the football calendar? These first two weeks is where about 50, 60% of the injuries happen. Yeah. Well, why is this? I, I, don't, I don't have the answer, but I do know, man, when you sustain an injury in training camp, it lingers or it shuts you down or something from that possibly leads to other things. The reason I say it is I remember the year that I tore my Achilles earlier in camp, OTAs, I had this burning sensation near my foot. It was like, hey, it's arthritis. <clears throat> well, when I tore my Achilles, Dr. Anderson said I had fresh scar tissue in there, which indicated that I had a slight tear I tore back in May. And because of that, I quit taping my ankles and all it, it, it helped, but it didn't cure. And then obviously right. led to me pulling, uh, you know, having my Achilles tear because it was fresh scar tissue, which mean I had a slight tear in there. And actually in my Achilles, I had a double rupture. So it tore off the bone and it tore in the middle. So when he went in there to surgery, it was, my Achilles was upside down. It was all, said it was like, uh, um, you know, it was, it was like shredded cheese up in there. Yeah. Yeah. Spaghetti noodle. That's a yeah. uh, chicken that's tinga tough. right there. That's that. Chicken <laughs> tinga well, not only sets back an individual or like their guys fighting for jobs right now, yeah. jobs are won and lost with these injuries. Yeah, like it's, sir. It's a hard to teams make moves based off of injuries. It's it's a very dangerous. Is there a way they could I don't eat like 
are they easing into training camp? Are you going? No, 100% they are easing. They, no, they are easing into it. But guys, you're going to get injured, right? Right. Man, there's guys who they say you can tear your Achilles, man, stepping off the curb. When it's yes. his time to go, it's his time to go. So it's you, you, it. It's my biggest fear as an adult who doesn't do a lot of physical activity is just having my Achilles torn because I'm not going to have a cool way that it happens. <laughs> You're not That's not. It's like I was getting off the escalator a little too yeah. gingerly. Uh, my body said not today. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Brock Purdy, we'll start with some positive injury news. Okay. Brock Purdy got hurt in the NFC championship game, second or third play very early. Uh, he says he's likely ready to go. He's ahead of schedule. Yeah, the yeah. 49ers, 49ers really haven't wavered. They've pretty much named him starting quarterback all off Really? Season. Huh. Go figure. Yeah, it's interesting. All the equity uh, they used to get there, and and I, I talked about this on uh, Good Morning Football, I think a couple of months ago, and people had a lot of to say about it. Look, Trey Lance is I, – I don't think Trey Lance – first of all, we don't know how good or how bad Trey Lance will be. There's right. there's not enough there to know. I but I do think the unfair thing about the Trey Lance situation is one, he did not tell the San Francisco 49ers to use all that equity to acquire him. And because of that, because of that equity, and people will always expect him to turn water into wine. Mm-hmm. And he will never be that. He will never be able to give the San Francisco 49ers because of Brock Purdy, because of the injuries, because of whatever the story is, he will never be able to give them what the draft and all the drama led up to and how much, how many draft picks the San Francisco 49ers gave up to acquire him. And it's just to, is just not fair. And it's not his fault. But he's not going to lead this team, I could be wrong, to multiple championships based off of them making that, that much acquisition. And when I say that, what am I – look at what – the Los Angeles Rams gave up to get Jalen Ramsey and it worked out for him. Mm-hmm. Von Miller, Odell, all these different players they acquired. It got him a Super Bowl. And yet now out of the 90 roster, bro, I think they got 36 players who do not have NFL experience on their roster. Because of the cap hell they're in. And it's a lot of day three picks because those are yes. the only picks they could afford to go out and get. Yep. Um, yeah, Trey Lance should be the largest Zach Wilson fan on the planet because I think the fact that he went after Zach, Zach, we've seen him play. We know it wasn't great. That It happened in New York. It happened under this microscope. So it just looking at that draft, one looks great. Everyone's high on Trevor Lawrence right now. Mm-hmm. Then they go right to two. You can't even get to Trey Lance without going, oh, man, that that wasn't great. So mm-hmm. he's – and it's – I think the 49ers deserve a lot of credit because a lot of franchises would panic. They'd fire everyone. They'd say, what a mistake. They've got a good thing going there. Lynch has yeah. proven he can build a pretty pretty good roster outside that of that trade. 
and and Shannon, uh, Kyle's an incredible coach. So that's where it's like, yeah, there's there's no one to blame here. Stuff happens. Yeah, it, it's just how much they they moved up a ton to get them. Now, I hope it doesn't, but we could be saying the same thing about the Carolina Panthers if Bryce Young doesn't work out. For sure. But the difference between Bryce and Trey Lance, we've seen Bryce play. He has a Heisman Trophy. Right. We haven't seen Trey Lance play. I think Bryce. Actually, no one has seen Trey Lance play yet. Bryce probably took more snaps in high school than Trey's taken. In high school. Just, just because, well, his whole career, because he started yeah, because late. In COVID. <laughs> yes, and then COVID. Not, and it's, it's, not, it's not his fault. None of it's his fault. Like, genuinely, no, none of it's been his None fault. of it, it is, is his fault. But it is what it is. All right, that's life. Right? He got paid a king's ransom. Ain't been. He ain't even been a court jester. No, no. And then the games he does play are a, like a literal hurricane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what's going on here? What? What is this? Why did I deserve this? Yes. So it's I, it's me, really hard like, for me. That's like the signs wasn't a good move. Right. At a certain point, you got to pay attention to it. Like, no joke. <laughs> yes. No joke. You know what? <laughs> Let's just stop trying to do this, okay? It's like going to the doctor. Man, it hurts when I do this. Stop yeah, doing stop. it. Stop. <laughs> That's, sometimes it is what it is. Uh, yep. Joe Burrow, another top pick. I know. Hurt. This looked calf. like an Achilles. It looked you like think, an Achilles. No, see, I think it looked like a calf, bro. Because well, here's you, why. A, you would know more than me, but I think immediately Bengals fans go to the worst. They go, what's yes. worst case scenario? Oh, absolutely. Right? Again, the in, the current injury seems like the worst injury. Thousand I'll take a calf compared to how he messed up his knee off that lookout block. At the Correct. Line. Right? So <laughs> you forgot about that, didn't you? You forgot yeah. about that. Oh, huh? yeah. Him getting fold lawn chaired. <laughs> um, that was tough. Yes. Um, I think I, I really do believe it was calf. I don't think it's a Kevin Durant. Uh, oh, I don't calf. think they're lying. I don't think they're yeah. lying. I, I'm saying, <laughs> right, right when I watched the video, I was like, oh, no, he's not putting any pressure on it. He Bro, went down. When Ke- listen, when Kevin Durant did that, my boys looked at me and I said, mm-hmm. Yeah. That <laughs> this is how. Remember Kevin Durant, when he did it, he looked back and like, who did oh, it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know what yeah, that was. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I do think it was calf because he was still hobbling on it. When you do Achilles, your foot cannot distinguish where the floor is. Right. You can't do that. Right. Tippy toe. You like, I mean, you got your foot and the floor is dead fish. Yeah. So exactly. I do believe it yeah. was calf. Then he already had a sleeve on it. So I do think it was uh, it was sore calf turned into a pull calf. That's what I think. Haven't talked to anybody, but I would say I would say I believe the calf strain over. Well, it's the calf, but it's really Achilles. I think it's really a calf. Either way, is this something that can linger? He's a quarterback. 
even if it lingers, <laughs> you just gotta go in your drop, right? That's it'll, like he'll be fine. Well, yeah, that's it. If it's Lamar Jackson, yeah, right. Well, that's what I was about to say. Right. If it's Dak Prescott, if it's guys where if it's a guys that mobility is a is part of if 50-50 part of their game, yes. That's like a you know, a shooter when he I would be more concerned with a hand injury on a quarterback than a calf mm-hmm. injury. Mm-hmm. What if I know this I'm not I don't want to play hypotheticals with injuries, but Josh Allen, is he someone he runs so much, yes, but he also I, has, okay. That's why I said mobility. Yes, I would. Yeah. Okay. Uh, should this affect someone who's thinking about drafting he or Jamar no. Chase, or he and Jamar Chase, should this affect how they no. view this season? No, because I, I believe he'll he'll use the next month to to get right. So it'd be I think yeah. it, it the severity of it. Now, you know whatever draft you're in, and you get more points for quarterbacks extending the plays and, and, and rushing yardage. Yeah. But he Burrow doesn't knock you down in the, in the rushing category. That's just not, that's not his MO. Right. And let's remember about the Bengals too. Since Burrow's been there or these last two years, since Chase has been there, they are, well, they're a second half team. This first half of the season, they're not really too concerned about it starts getting to the end of, they see Halloween. They go, Oh, okay. It's our turn now. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, a little bit more. That's crazy. Yeah. He had to go under the knife. See, I'm I'm worried about that one because for the Miami Dolphins for a number of reasons. One, the Miami Dolphins are right there where the Rams are today. The Miami Dolphins are going to be heading down there, that path of all these contracts are going to rear their ugly head or potential signing of guys. Jalen Waddle's going to be up, right? Um, Hollins, the safety, he's he's going to be up. He needs to get paid. You got some linebackers. You just uh, traded, signed Bradley Chubb. You got some linebackers that are pretty darn good. Uh, secondary, and then now you have – you're going to have to pay a lineman at some point. You can't keep going with this this lineman, these linemen that you have. You're going to have to pay some linemen in, in – free agency at some point to protect your quarterback. And then if Tua is healthy and plays well, he's need, he's going to need to get paid because right. he does the best, in my opinion, at executing this offense. Right. They have some guys that could – Mike White come in, he'll do okay. But they're a different team with Tua's in, in this offense. Oh, absolutely. And I even the lineman they went out and paid last year, Armstead they got from New Orleans, he's never played a, a full season because he gets banged up so much. So it's this is kind of what it is with the Dolphins right yep. now. They're, they're, their secondary was banged up last year. Xavier Howard had one of his worst years. A lot of it he was he was injury. injured and he was playing through injuries. Right. Kudos to Xavier Howard. He never complained about the injuries. He he went through it, was banged up and Veterans like that who have been paid to go out there and still hobble around and still be effective, man, I respect the heck out of them. Definitely, but it's our, it's already starting this year. Ramsey, people were already talking about, is he going to make that shift to safety? Do you think yep. an injury like this could push him sooner into that direction? 
I'm interested to see when it, when does he come back for full surgery on the meniscus, him coming back in December, man, that's a lot of work. Right. That's a lot of work, man. That's four months of rehab. That means everything has to go perfectly. Can't have any setbacks. This is where football players, specifically football players, don't seem like real human beings. The fact that he's even considering. You're not. Because it's like the fact that he's even considering, like, oh, I'm going to play this season for sure. It's like. I understand. I'm, he yeah, can I'm just coming. I'm just coming in and, yeah, bro. It, this is so funny. I cannot be a football player today. I've, I sustained some injuries, but man, how many guys get go under a knife and come out and it does and it's not working out the way you thought it would work out? J.K. Yeah. Dobbins, Pitts is still not full speed, right? Gus Edwards still isn't. I mean, so many guys, OBJ. Yeah. Where you just go, holy smokes. Yeah. Gallup didn't look the same last man, year. Man, I'm just worried, man. So, but, like, it, it, what's crazy, if you Google hamstring injury, it's remarkable. Guys will pull hamstrings, you'd be out three weeks. Bro, it's yeah. six to eight weeks <laughs> until you can start re. It's generally six to eight weeks before you can start rehabbing to get on the path of recovery. Man, you do treatment three times a day to get back. You you blow through all processes, and really, all you're doing it's like it, it. It's crazy. It is crazy. I'm not lying. Google hamstrings <laughs> and see what it says. And it none of it says, yeah, two, three weeks, you'll be back right. to playing football at full right. speed. <laughs> it does not. It says six to eight. What was the conversation around the NFL back in 2004 when T.O. broke his leg, slept in a, a hyperbaric chamber for six weeks, and then played in the Super Bowl and put up what? We dominated that game. Hey, you want to talk about jealous? No, I was jealous of that. <laughs> I was sitting there freaking. I was out there. I was still in a boot. <laughs> How did he do this? Well, the witchcraft. Hey, who is going on? What does he have that I don't? But, but, here's the, but here is my injury. Broke my leg and tore the ligaments inside and the outside of my ankle. Yeah. So I was not able to do anything because of the healing of the ankle and also of the bone. Doctors have told me directly tearing the ligament, breaking the bone is better than tearing the ligaments. Yeah, I did. I did it all. Yeah. <laughs> Smash it all. I don't need it. Yeah, That's just... I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't have an easy, I didn't have a clean break. You know, I had a compound fracture. Uh, but the Dolphins, who had – they traded a pick for Bradley Chubb. They lost a pick due to tampering. The second round, they took Cam Smith. People thought that was uh, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit of luxury. Maybe they didn't need to do that. Now, now they're they look too do. bad. Yep. And yeah. then they just signed Eli Apple. Which should be very funny. <laughs> It'll be fun. I would say Eli Apple, he's a guy, right? High draft pick. 
He's had a, I think he's had a pretty decent career. I think if he was a second-round pick, people wouldn't be on him as much. But I think he's he's done pretty good. I don't know if the draft pick is why people get on Eli Apple. I, that's what I'm going with. That's what, I, <laughs> that's what I, I'm going with. How about that? Because you're not wrong. He's a perfectly fine quarter uh, cornerback. Like, yeah. perfectly fine. The fact that he was still available. Say, was- I wouldn't say perfectly fine. <laughs> Just in terms of his the skills. fact that he's available means that he's not perfectly fine. Definitely, definitely, there there is some baggage that comes with it. But in the playoffs these past couple of years, he's you shown know, he's up. played well. You know yeah, what I mean? Like he, yes. uh, but yeah, I think I mean, in Big Vangio's defense, he's gonna really get. He's gonna really do well, just like he did in Lou and Aromo's defense, because of the different various uh, cover schemes. Eli Apple is not a man-to-man cover guy. You do not want to put Eli Apple on an island for 70 straight plays. That is not his what he's known for. Uh, that's what Tyreek wants to do at practice uh, Monday. That's what, yeah. <laughs> that's what, he's, already been, that's what he's already been saying. Uh, Garrett Wilson tweaked an ankle. Uh, but one thing I wanted to ask about Garrett Wilson, he and Sauce Gardner, their video came out of them going head-to-head in practice. How much better are they getting this year specifically, injury removed, because they have a quarterback that's at least getting the ball in the vicinity? It's going to be, bana- it's going to be bananas. Gary Wilson is going to get so much better so much faster, right, with Aaron Rodgers. I don't care what you say about Aaron Rodgers. I don't care what you think about Aaron Rodgers. And also, too, we will be doing a podcast because I have a training camp with the New York Jets in a couple of days. So I will be telling you exactly what I've seen and why that connection is so deadly. So with that being said, it's not just Gary Wilson, the beneficiary of, of, of Aaron Rodgers, but all the other guys, right? CJ Hoosman, uh, CJ, um, Uzama, Uzama, the way he played with Cincinnati, I think he's going to take it, take a step up. It's going to be pretty interesting to see the, Aaron Rodgers effect. Absolutely. And there was what, what I liked about that video. They shook hands before the first route. Like it, it very much seemed like they were in a dojo of sorts. There was, there yeah. was a lot of a high level of respect and other parts of camp across the country. You see a Travis Kelsey, maybe catch a touchdown and someone try to make a play after the maybe a little, a beat after the play was finished. And yeah, hands get thrown. How gets what, hand, that's hands thrown every time. What what is what is it like with these camp fights right now? How well, much do fans care? Well, one, is it just funny? Well, it's hot. We practice. You got to understand. They had to cancel practice earlier because a tornado alert. <laughs> I'm shocked they even canceled for that. So you what? It's football. We just covered that you, you guys are play, not. You, you don't. <laughs> you don't play in tornado, and so it's hot. There's always a guy that wants to get a little extra. You're not gonna make the roster on me, bro. <laughs> it's a touchdown. That's. I'm frustrated. He got on my nerves. I don't feel like doing this. He probably said something. I said something, and so it'll. It'll. it'll like like Travis said, he he just needs to be a better uh, a better leader. That's it. What's the what's the better leading look like in that situation? Like, I'm, hey, I'm please sure. don't punch I, me. I, I, yeah. I don't believe I'm qualified based on my history 
to give a statement that would not be hypocritical. Yeah, I was going to say what take us through some camp fights you may or may not have been I'm involved good. in. I, I passed. <laughs> I will pass. Hey, can we talk about Aaron Rodgers? What did Aaron Rodgers say to Sean Payton about that attack? I was going to say so. Sean Payton went after the entire Broncos. Guys still involved with the Broncos. People who still he still works Man, with. Sean Payton but don't care about that. He doesn't, but he specifically went at Nathaniel Hackett, who got the job for the Broncos because the Broncos thought they were getting Aaron Rodgers last year. Yep. They didn't. Uh, they had to keep Hackett. They ended up firing him before the end of the season. And Sean Payton just uh, – these these read almost like off-the-record comments. He was speaking very candidly mm-hmm. about how uh, much of a terrible job he thought Nathaniel – historically awful job. And Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers – now with his uh, both his former and current quarterback coach, yeah. Nathaniel Hackett, he got his guys back. He said it was very surprising that Peyton went after Hackett, a longtime friend and coach. Um, he said it made me feel uh, – this is Rogers speaking. He said it made me feel bad that someone who has accomplished a lot of things in this league is that insecure that they have to take another man down to set themselves wow. up for some easy fall if it doesn't go well for them this year. I thought it was way out of line, inappropriate, and I think he needs to keep my coach's name out of his mouth. Mm. Bro, that's interesting, man. Keep my coach's name out your mouth. Uh, they play week five. Like, they, these two teams will play this year. Hey, hey, I know Sean well enough. He's going to remember that. He started it. He <laughs> doesn't – Coaches, you know, coaches have this unwritten rule, but also players. I, that's going to get real interesting. That's all I'm going to say. That's going to get real interesting. Wor- real. Peyton said it was the worst coaching job in NFL history. That feels harsh. It was interesting to watch. How about that? <laughs> it wasn't, listen, he wasn't prime Belichick. He wasn't Parcells. You know what I mean? He wasn't one of the greatest coaches I've ever seen. Worst? Ever? Well, here's why, too. I think what Sean is saying is also Sean is having to rebuild and fix some of the coaching. And you, like we talked about with other things, you, you may not purposely do it, but when the old, whoever was there before you and what you're doing now and all the things you're doing, whether it's the wording or, you know, you'll hear coaches come in new places and they remove things that they feel shouldn't be there where there's ping pong tables and, and, and all that stuff. He's also trying to show that he has his quarterbacks back because that is a move that they made and that move didn't work out well. And so I think Sean is trying to set, I think they're setting the stage to say, Hey, when you, when, Somebody can do this better than the other guy. See, it wasn't him. It wasn't my guy. It was that guy. Yeah. I don't know, but it's something going on, and there's a – I know what's going on. I just can't say. But there's (laughs) something going on, and it has to do with um, the way the offense was run, the lack of the offense, some of the players. It'll be interesting. Where it can go wrong and and blow up in everyone's face is if Russ come out there and and not play well, not improve. Right. 
or I mean, they could play well if they lose this game to the Jets now. No, but I'm just talking. I don't think it has anything to do with the Jets. I'm talking about if Russ doesn't play well. Sure. And what's interesting is all their run, all the if you look at their uh, offensive linemen, the offensive linemen aren't the 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 offensive linemen that the Denver Broncos have acquired are road graders. They run block outstanding. I wouldn't say their run block is the same as their pass blocking. So I'm interested to see what kind of offense they're actually going to run compared to what Sean has used, traditionally done when he had Drew Brees, when even the way uh, Jameis Winston threw the ball and played. I think it's going to be a little bit different. Um, still haven't, haven't seen Russ you know, with this three-step, four-step, five-step, seven-step drop, timing throws. I haven't seen that yet. I mean, I'll be interested to see how much this offense changes. Sean's offense changes traditionally how he runs and operates it compared to with Russ, who isn't a rhythm thrower. Russ is a get-outside-the-pocket kind of thrower, and he, he still is, and I'm not sure later in his career – all of a sudden, he's going to become a a, a a a rhythm thrower. Yeah. One other thing Peyton said, and I hate when anyone says this, but he specifically said it seemed like the Jets were more focused on winning the offseason than winning in the regular season. Winning in the offseason is directly – is well, yeah, exactly. You're, you can't win in the offseason unless you're getting – what most people agree to be upon good players, which the Jets, I don't even like the Jets. Objectively, that's what they did. Well, listen, I, I just think that, I just think it's um, something's going on. Something's there for a reason. <laughs> I'm staying out of it. I don't know. What can these running backs do? They're getting on Nothing. Zoom calls. They're, are they, they going to unionize? We already can they? Union. I was gonna say, can the no, running they, backs have their you own? You can't union? have a you can't have a union within the union. <laughs> Where does Tebow so go? Get to it, is Tebow of the wide receivers union? Is he in the running backs union? <laughs> How about Jonathan Taylor? That thing turned south quick, huh? So fast. Ursay seems like a guy who can change things quickly. You can say, listen, they can say whatever <laughs> they want. They got a problem on their hands. They got a real problem. Entering the final year of his contract, they just brought in a rookie quarterback. Bro, have we forgotten that the the general manager is saying he was the best player on the team (laughs) and we should pay him immediately? Now, all of a sudden, (laughs) we don't want – we want volunteers, not hostages? Man. It's a job. They understand it's a profession, right? It's a job. It's a paid job. Bro, I don't know. This thing got – hey, this is – man, this is a daytime soap opera. <laughs> All my children. Do you think he gets traded? I don't. I mean, Ursa already came out and said he's not traded. I don't know. I don't know what happened, but all I know is this is the same team who hired an analyst off off television. And that analyst turned head coach lost a 20 point. <laughs> 31, wasn't it? I I know how much it was. I just I tried to undersell it. Said twenty one. I didn't want to say the real amount. I don't even know thirty one is correct. It might have been thirty four. It was a tough scene. It was bad. Yeah. Um, it's gonna it, listen. I'm be watching this one. I'm be watching this. You know, some people say popcorn, man. Then give me, get, man, give me some uh, some Oreos and some milk. 
Watch this one. Give me some. Give me some inappropriate calories. I'm just gonna watch this one. Is this? Is there? I've I've heard a couple suggestions like you you shouldn't be able to franchise tag running backs. That's the only way because it suppresses is, them. Bro, something's going on. And I don't know what it is, but I, I'm watching it, and it's gonna be tough to figure out how it goes. Is there even a fix though? Because that's ultimately what I, yeah, I come yeah, to. It is, there's a fix. Open up your pocketbook. They're not going to do that. They've they've made it quite clear. Uh, say if Saquon didn't have that epiphany, he'd still be sitting out. I don't know why he hasn't spoken more about what this epiphany was. I don't know why he didn't hold in. He seemed to hold yeah. quite a bit of leverage there. Uh, Zeke, Zeke got his I mean, I, his epiphany went into his bank account. That's what it was. Dalvin Cook got released. Joe Mixon got a demotion. He got paid less. His backup left, and he still got paid less. It's it's bad everywhere. And then it's it's Bijan. I assume they're gonna run him into the ground these first three years with, with the Falcons. Miles Sanders looks like a, a king based off the deal he signed this offseason. Yeah. It's tough, man. I don't know what to say. I re- I'm just I'm sitting here thinking about it. It's whatever that individual is comfortable with. Right. If you're comfortable sitting there saying that I'm I'm you know, I'm a die on this hill and not get paid. I'm going to take the best offer that I believe is the best for me. I'm not sure. But someone's got to figure out what they're comfortable with and what they're okay with passing up. Is it? I don't know if this is the game of trying to be morally correct or is this the game about trying to get that cash? Well, I think that's where it gets real tricky because they're fuzzy. Uh, yeah, there are a lot of running backs. Uh, so if it's like, all right, you won't do it for 11, he'll do it for 750. He'll do it for. Much less. Yeah, so I'll take him. I'll, I'm not too concerned about what you got doing. And I think a lot of people, teams and players, saw Le'Veon Bell sit out that whole year trying to prove his point. He comes back, he gets the contract he said he wants, and he wasn't the same player. So I think that is in the back of some guy's mind. Like, hey, can I really risk sitting out a year? Yeah, bro, it's tough. I don't know what to tell you. I, I literally don't because it's such – I want to support the players, but at the same time, you can see overall there's something going on and we don't know why. Right. Right? And we don't we don't hold the keys to the kingdom, so it's not our say. I don't I don't have the pocket the checkbook. They're not asking us. And even the workers who are doing it, they're asking them, they say, how much you want? We want 19. Nope, we'll give you 10. Yeah. Uh, how about 15? Nope, we'll give you nine. <laughs> Every time they come back to the table, it's getting lower and lower. <laughs> how about you get out of my face? How does that sound? That's <laughs> Actually, you know what? I want to trade. So what? Yeah. <laughs> Can't help you there. No one wants to trade. Austin Eckler was like, please trade me. Everyone was like, yep. we'd like cool. to trade for you, but we don't want to pay you still. Like yeah. we, we like so, you as a person. Yeah. We like you as a talent. We're not giving you the ring. We're not going that, that far. So what you going to do? You know what? Uh, Los Angeles ain't too bad. <laughs> so. It's, I, yeah, I don't. It's tough, bro. It is. And it's like, should they count against the salary cap? Should like, you know what I mean? Is that the way around this? Will that, will they be paid fairly then? Uh, nope. Should everyone be on the Ricky Williams deal where they literally have to earn every dollar with every yard man, they it's, take? It's tough. It's going to be tough, man. It's tough. Dalvin, what kind of, what, well, it seems like he's headed to the jets now. 
does that raise their ceiling? Does that potentially hurt them, taking away carries from Brees? Well, one, we don't know that. That's telling me we don't know what Brees, how Brees' knee is doing and what it really looks like. Yep. Like a Michael Carter. The running back, the running back market has been reset. And unfortunately, all the running backs have to watch it and hoping they, they can be the guy that changes the where the market goes. And unfortunately, it looks like everybody who possibly can isn't going to change it. So that's, that's the part that sucks. I think one part of the conversation that I truly despise is they pretend they're very replaceable, as if they're – they're not individuals. I've seen Trent Richardson not see gaping hole. I'm talking Matt Highways. I, and he was, what, third overall pick? Traded for another first-round pick two years later? So Heisman winner, he had the pedigree. He was a solid player. And you saw multiple teams not know how to use him at all. It's not as if you can just take a guy, put him behind a good offensive line, and go, he'll be just as good as the previous guy. I think the Eagles are an interesting test study here they took penny a good running back an injury plague running back but a good running back from seattle they got rid of miles sanders they said this is yours now uh and they also traded for uh swift from the lions who Correct. couldn't ever really stay on the field for three downs even two downs so they got, during his so in two people they got one running back Maybe. And that's the other part. Maybe. <laughs> they don't know that they have one running back yet. Yeah. So, so I, and they, I think most people agree they have one of, if not the best offensive line. They've got a good quarterback. They've got good receivers. They've got all the ingredients where they should be able to just slide someone in and out. But we'll find out. Well, with all that being said, teams already know what they're willing to pay. Unfortunately, the players are going to have to figure out what that threshold is at the expense of themselves, and someone's going to be the guinea pig. The question is, is it, you know, Dalvin Cook thought it wouldn't be him. Ezekiel Elliott thought it wouldn't be him. They're it. The other guinea pigs now are Jonathan Taylor and Josh Jacobs. Najee Harris is coming right on the corner. Right? Who else is coming around the corner? Austin Eckler is the guinea pig. There's so many guys who are, or not even guinea pig, sac- sacrificial lambs. Yeah. And someone's going to have to change it or someone's going to have to. And I think Saquon Barkley understood that. He doesn't want to sit out. He's also a guy, he has to also prove that he can play a full year again right. healthy. So I think that's knows? I think that's where some of their frustration comes. It's like I they feel like they constantly and that's to a, an extent every position in the league. But like I said earlier with Armstead, even he graded really well as a tackle for the Saints. He got hurt every year. The Dolphins gave him I think it was seventy two million, and he's still hurt for them. And so it's like running backs don't have that luxury of being like oh well we know he's going to stay around for a while because that's also part of it we know they're not going to stay around for a while yeah shelf life yeah so it it sucks man it really sucks because you know they're the 11th player on the field and depending on the team 
like the Atlanta Falcons, how they use their running backs. They're yeah. part of it. They make their offense. But then there's other parts like, you know, the Miami Dolphins who barely use a run game. Look how that worked out for them. The San Francisco 49ers, they use a the run game by committee. Even with trading for CMC, it's a number of teams where running a football is top priority at some point in the game. Mm-hmm. But this has become a passing league. The quarterbacks are it. Someone I saw a comment that said that uh, Jonathan Taylor wants to be traded back to the 1997 because that's where it's valuable. They are not valued right now, and they have to realize that. And it sucks, and I hate saying it, because a running back helps the passing game, and a passing game helps the run game. But right now, running backs are devalued. And to take the stance of, I'm not going to take a pay cut, well, that means you're you're not. Okay, if you don't want to take a pay cut, don't. But all of a sudden now, you're not going to get paid. Right. So you got to be, that's, again, you got to, whatever hill you're worth dying on, I hope it's worth it. But it, it it's unfortunate right now. I think that's the part that's crazy to me. There aren't enough good quarterbacks for 32 teams. So you would think some of those teams that don't have a great quarterback at the helm would invest more in the running back position because you've got to move the ball somehow. Yeah, you do. But you get a running back. You get wide receivers. You get offense coordinator. And that can help you. Look at the Tennessee Titans and what they have done with Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. And yet, when they get in the playoffs, that t- that style of football doesn't help them get to the big dance, does it? I could easily say it's because they don't have the quarterback play that's complimentary enough to take them to add to what he's doing. Okay. But they also don't have any wide receivers either. Well, they, they didn't now. Maybe they do. They, they have one wide receiver. Okay, great. (laughs) They've wanted a questionable. So it, it just goes hand in hand for sure. But I also think back to, and it was a decade ago by now. So that's a long time. I understand that. But what Marshawn did, for that Seattle team, he was, but as good as that Seattle, defense was, he they the all Seattle pointed to team, him. But the Seattle team did not also throw the ball as much. They weren't relying on passing the ball, right? And that at that time, they also had a different defense that helped them. Yeah, it was a different they league also, for sure. It was, it, was a, it was a different league, and it's not the same league today. But I do think it can be a quicker way to get into being a better team. Here's the problem with everybody's thought and conversation around it. The people who are making the decisions do not think the same way and do not value it. They don't. They're like, man, that makes sense. Not doing it. Man, yeah, man, you get a piece of piece of bread, you get another piece of bread, you get some peanut butter, you get some jelly, put it on there, get, put it with some chips. They're like, man, that's great. And you can open up a sandwich company. Okay, cool. Not doing it. Right. Well, is it is it technically their fault or is it 
the analytics department saying, hey, our numbers are telling us that we can get 80% of this guy for 10% of the cost. I said this on a, and this will be it, because all we're doing is spending on Okay. I said this on the last last podcast, and someone said it. And I I said, too many people focus on what came first, the chicken or the egg. And I said, it could be both. Let's make chicken salad so we can eat. Somebody went on this tangent. Well, without the egg, there it, bro, <laughs> here's the point. We, the opinionators, do not have a dog in the fight. When it is time, you hear the rustling of the papers? When it is time to cut the check, guess what? You, me, and everybody else with our opinions aren't cutting the check. The people that are cutting the checks, they're saying, here are the criterias in which we're going to cut the check, and you must be a wide receiver, a tight end, offensive lineman, corner, Safety, linebacker, D-tackle. But you know who we are not paying for top dollar? Running backs. Mm-hmm. They're the, not. The, on, the only people I see who benefit here are college football fans. Because with the NIL right now, there is way more, for running backs, there's more incentive to stay that fourth, fifth year as opposed to going to the draft. Because you'll probably make more depending on the school you're at. I, I guess so. I don't... <laughs> it's a sad reality. It's <laughs> yeah. Nate, the way you put it like that, yeah, sad. Well, uh, it's been a great show, bro. Well, I was gonna say real quick, uh, the Patriots have pivoted from Dalvin to Zeke, and I think that makes Man. more sense for us. We need some more uh, depth on the offensive line. <laughs> I hear, I hear, Zappy is uh, out dueling Mac Jones. Really wouldn't shock. Every time I hear about Mac Jones, it's just asking about his relationship with Bill Belichick. This is not like a a, a good camp for the Patriots uh, so far. Well, when I <laughs> when I'm at Jets, you go to Patriots and let me know, and we could talk about we could talk about those teams. I'll get deep into what's happening at Patriots camp for that conversation. Right. <laughs> Cut to it. Cut to it. Let's get down to it. 